Welcome to the Artism Podcast, where we explore creativity, inspiration, and the determination it takes to be an artisan. This podcast is for artisans, by artisans. I'm your host, Kathy Duraghi, and I'm thrilled to introduce you to our next guest. I'm speaking today to Darcel Danielle, who is a professionally trained actress and stunt performer. She's been acting for the past 10 years and performing stunts for the past two. She has performed in numerous feature films, short films, commercials, and TV shows. Most recently, she was performing stunts in HBO's Watchmen, starting Regina King. And she has, on a regular basis, been the stunt double for Jill Scott on Black Lightning. Today, she's going to be talking to us about really the creativity, inspiration, determination, and grit that it takes to pursue your passion and what she does on a daily basis to really fuel that fire for herself to be able to keep motivated and really laser focused on pursuing this career choice. Actually, a career choice that shows her. Uh, she'll talk about that a little bit as well. For now, let's welcome Darcel and hear all about truly the, the creativity and the determination that it takes to be a stunt actress. All right. Uh, welcome, Darcel. I'm so excited to have you on the Artisan Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited too. So as you know, this podcast is about creativity, about inspiration, and about the determination that it takes to be an artisan. Mm-hmm. And you are uh, an actor, uh, you are a stunt double, uh, and it's just it's fascinating to just hear how you got started on that journey and really what inspires you to continue on this journey. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, it started in high school, actually. Uh, I wanted to be a, uh, a doctor and, um, oh, a physician assistant, I'm sorry. And I was trying to figure out, like, how I'm going to pay for school and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, you know, run track and that'll pay for school and get a scholarship. And uh, my junior year in high school, um, I blew out my back and found out that I have uh, mild scoliosis. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And immediately, like I would say probably the next day um, that I had that thought of like freaking out of what I'm going to do about school, um, I got a letter in the mail about this acting school. And I was like, well, what a coincidence. And I've always like done little plays and stuff as a kid, but I never actually tried to pursue it or thought that that was an actual thing. Even though I seen Mm. movies and everything, I never put the two together. So, um, I, by my senior year, I went with the, um, acting coach there and I got into my first play and then, um, they helped me with my audition into the acting school and I got in and it was in LA American musical and dramatic Academy. And I got in with a scholarship. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Um, and then I uh, uh, went there for two years. It was a conservatory. And then I came back home. Um, I had some family stuff. So I took care of that for a while. And then I just started auditioning. And at the same time, I had the second thought. I was like, well, 
what am I going to do? I used to play sports all through high school and I kind of want to do something active. And then all of a sudden, one of my acting friends were like, hey, why don't you think about um, doing uh, stage combat, which they had in my school. So I started doing stage combat at the acting school. And then um, I was like, well, can I take this further? And then I found out that there's a thing stunts. <laughs> so oh my gosh. when I went back home um, to take care of some family stuff, I was like, well, I, I'm going to try both. And so that's that's <laughs> how it started. It's just coincidence after coincidence. I felt like the universe is trying to tell me this is this is what you are meant to be. And I haven't stopped since. And this was 12 years ago now. <laughs> Wow. No kidding. It just kind of fell into your lap, yeah. this message, yeah. right? Yeah. Amazing. So t tell us a little bit about um, you know, just the difference for you when you're on the stage acting versus if you're on the stage doing stunts. Like what's it, what goes in through your mindset? How do you prepare for it? Um, uh, th there's similarities, there's training for both. So for acting, there's, um, acting classes, of course. And then uh, a lot of people don't think about it, but when you're auditioning, that's a, a form of training as well, because you can make your mistakes there. You book it or you don't book it and you learn from it. Um, with stunts, the training, it depends on your specialty. So for me, I ended up getting into martial arts. So my background is fighting. So I, then I started training fighting for camera and then it went from there. So with stunts, whatever your specialty is or whatever you want to learn, you just train and continue training and then you get into that. Um, yes. So you said something interesting. So stunts for camera. So how... I guess something that I never thought about, but obviously you have to at all times be aware of where the camera is. Mm -hmm. So you can't quite fall off stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so yeah. Um, so stage combat is uh, more for stage and it's, it's very different. Um, you have to, between acting and stunts on stage, they're kind of similar in the sense of how you position yourself. You want the audience to be able to hear you, so you speak louder with your diaphragm, um, but you also want the audience to be able to see you, so you always angle yourself um, in a way towards the um, towards the audience. Now, for a film, with, especially with stunts, um, you learn the camera. So it can be very difficult. So I actually literally practice in my house. Um, but you, uh, have to know where the camera angle is. And a lot of times with nowadays with steady cam and such, the camera moves. So you have to know how to angle your body for the camera because you could be, for instance, you could be standing in front of someone and punching them in the face. But if the camera, if the person is taller, though the camera is angled on your level and say, for instance, the camera is behind you on an over the shoulder type of shot. If the person is taller, it looks like I'm punching them in the neck from the camera's point of view. So then you have to learn wh how to uh -huh. angle your body for, for the camera and how to punch correctly. Cool thing about um, stunts for stage and film is um, you're never close to the person especially for film. The camera has no depth of perception. So I could be five feet away from the person and it looks like I kicked them or punched them in the face and I'm nowhere near them. So that's, that's no the cool thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. Okay. 
So you're punching air yeah. all the time. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah, you just have to, you know, angle yourself correctly so the camera can catch it without missing. But, yeah. <laughs> hmm. And uh, I remember once we were talking um, and you had con- converted your living room into this, uh, like, uh, the stunt practice mm-hmm. space. Uh, so is, is that still the case? Do you still have all, you, no furniture? Yeah, you, yeah. It's, it's have... hard when people come visit. <laughs> like I, once, once I get a house, I'm in an apartment right now. Once I get a house, I'll, I'll put it in like a garage or something. But right now it's in my living room. Uh, I have mats on the ground and then uh, for falls. And then I have regular mats for um, just lifting weights. And the mats for the falls are thicker so I can, you know, fall on the ground without hurting myself. And then I put up uh, mirrors on the wall so I can see myself and then and all the different corners are different types of weapons. I have like um, bow staffs, collie sticks, knives, um, uh, guns. Um, they're not real. <laughs> um, and then in another corner, I probably have like um, boxing gloves and uh, shin guards and pads and all the things that I need to train with. So if I can't make it to any of the training, um, session sessions, I'll usually train at home and that's what I turned it into. <laughs> that's amazing. How many hours do you train a day? I uh, a day, try I to train. I try to train about four hours a day. I break it up though. Sometimes I try to do more. I do a lot of cross training. So, um, meaning I do other things to help me with this. So (laughs) fun fact, I, uh, started, um, pole, pole art, which is essentially pole dancing, but I started Mm -hmm. that because of the strength, inner strength and flexibility and that it gives you and to be able to do static moves, because a lot of times with stunts, you have to be able to do certain moves that you don't necessarily, if you don't train like parkour, which I don't train, which, which involves like jumping, um, uh, building, right. Correct. (laughs) But I want to be able to, you know, uh, lift myself up and do things that I wouldn't normally do. Uh, and that has helped and it makes it very fun. So, um, so I do a lot of cross training. So with that, if I add the cross training in, I probably train about six hours. I try to train about six hours a day if I add the cross training in. Oh my God. That is determination. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What is your routine kind of, um, do you do it all in one big chunk? Do you spread it out throughout the day? (laughs) I can't imagine you would do it. No, no, not at all. (laughs) I don't have the attention span. I wish (laughs) I, yeah, I get, uh, yeah. I'm ADD. I don't have the stamina. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, the different days change, you know, life hits sometimes. So uh, in the mornings, I try to get up at 630 and go to the gym and do um, a regular workout. But with that regular workout, I'll um, uh, punch the boxing, I mean, punch the bag. So that'll help me with boxing and kickboxing while I'm um, doing, and then do a little bit of weightlifting. And sometimes uh, with the weightlifting, I'll probably punch, um, shadow punch in the air with some weights. So that'll be part of the cross training that I was talking about earlier. Uh, So I'll Mm -hmm. do that for about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And then I'll come home and uh, do a little bit of yoga um, for, it depends on the day. Sometimes it can be five minutes. Sometimes it can be 30. 
Um, and then later on during the day, I'll work on um, cakes or some some other. So I'll probably do about 30 or 45 minutes of that. And then I'll cross train um, with the pole art that I was talking about earlier. And then mm-hmm. depending on the day, so Wednesdays and Sundays, I go to stunt training. And that is about a three to four hour day. So that adds into. Okay. So the session is three to four hours. So that's how I kind of break it up between work and regular life responsibilities. Wow. Love it. Love it. That is true determination. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. And it'd be very, it's, it'd be very hard. <laughs> some, some days it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm sure probably aches and pains, you know, after you've been, you know, throwing yourself down oh, yeah. for umpteen times. Especially and so if I forth. take a break. I, uh, this past week I hadn't trained for the whole week and I went back yesterday and I, um, was working on shoulder stands for the pole art class and I was doing it wrong at first, but it only takes those one or two times. And so now my, I was on my bone. So now I'm like, my whole left Uh, arm is so sore. (laughs) Oh, not fun. (laughs) Trial and error. (laughs) No. Yeah. When you um, are doing a, you know, when you're working on film or, or on stage and you are someone's stunt double, what is that relationship like? And how do you kind of go about getting to know them? So each set is different. My very first um, booking was on Black Lightning and I got um, mm-hmm. to uh, to double Jill Scott. And I because the, the fight was so intricate, I got to work with her more and I got to teach her the fight and um, got to get to know her a little bit. So I worked with her for about two days. Um, But that doesn't always happen. It depends on um, the set and what they need you for. And it depends on how intricate the um, scene is. So that time I got to, you know, work two days with her. But when I've doubled before, um, there are times where I meet them like an hour before (laughs) it's time to shoot, depending on what it is. Um, the last, uh, thing that I did was for Tyler Perry's sisters. Um, I think I met with her probably two hours before it was time to shoot, but I had already been rehearsing Mm -hmm. before that. So I was able to show her exactly what she was going to do, but it was, it wasn't that intricate of a scene. So I didn't have to be with her the whole time. Um, because you would you would pick, you have to kind of pick up nuances and body language and things like that in some instances, right? Some instances, yes. But if it's a quick little scene, because a lot of people don't realize, and I didn't realize until I got into stunts that uh, not all the time is it something that you see in an action movie. It could be something so simple as you're you're one of those people that are walking down the street and you see someone running towards you and they run into you and you fall. I have these two images of you, the acting, because they're so different than for, from one another, right? One, you're in front of the screen, and one, you're kind of in, you're in the shadows. You're you're stepping into somebody else's shoes. Um, um, and as an actor, it's I would imagine maybe I'm mistaken, but I would imagine that different parts of you are drawn to I to each of them, and which one is more dominant for you? To be honest, they change. Um, there'll be some days where I'm like, oh man, I wish I was in front of the camera, but then there'll be other days where it's like, I really want to use my body and, uh, you know, 
and do it that way. Um, so it depends on the day to be honest, but what I really would love to do is to do both, to be that of course stunt actress that's the lead and do my own stunts like Angelina Jolie or um, Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can have that opportunity to have, have both. Um, but in terms of what dominates the other, it depends on the day. <laughs> okay. So that's the end goal for you is to have an opportunity to be able to be in front of the camera and do your own yes. stunts. That would be a dream come true. (laughs) I I can rest easy. (laughs) (laughs) And we can say, I knew her back (laughs) when. Um, So, you know, obviously the, the, you know, the goal of this podcast with, you know, with the artists who listen to the show um, is to really talk about, you know, not only just the kind of the arc of how did you get started in your, in your, career but also how did you keep on going because i'm you know i'm sure in in your line of business the number of auditions you have to go to the number of um the times you you know you hear we'll call you don't call us you know like just how do you deal with rejection how do you say you know what this is not rejection this is actually this is fueling my fire to keep going Uh, it's you know the hard thing is it's silent rejection so meaning um, you'll audition and you know the date of when they're going to start um, shooting. So if you don't hear anything by the date, say it's the today's the 24th and I didn't hear anything and I know that today is the day that they start shooting, then I know I didn't book it. Um, that mm. So it, in a way it, it, it hurts, but at the same time, you, they teach you to learn to just let it go. You audition and you just yeah. let it go. And I've gotten good for the most part. There's been there's been uh, audition, some auditions where I'm like thinking about it on a constant basis. But for the most part, I've gotten good with learning how to just let it go. Um, and then sometimes I forget, which is great. <laughs> but at the same time, when I'm when I don't have you know anything to do and I really want to be creative besides making my own things. Um, it, it can be very depressing. You, you kind of mm-hmm. fall into a lull sometimes. So to keep going, I would just say it's because it's my passion. Like I don't have a backup plan. Um, I've been told to have backup plans. And every time I think about getting a backup plan or I try to get a backup plan, I just, I can't, I can't do it. So I know that this is my calling. This is my passion. This is something I'm going to continually do until I'm a hundred years old. But, um, I just keep, I keep fighting, but at the same time, I also learn to live my life to help with that, to not get stuck on my career and get stuck with where I'm that's not brilliant. where I want to be. Yeah. Well, that's brilliant to have that clarity that this is it. This is what you want to do. And, uh, this is the calling that you have. So no matter what, you're putting everything towards kind of moving this calling mm-hmm, forward. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Any tips you can share with others who maybe haven't yet figured out how to let it go? Um, find a hobby. <laughs> that's, that's the best tip I have is find a hobby. Find something you really like to do and z- zoom in on that. And, um, and the auditions will come. Just make sure, though 
that you have everything lined up because a lot of us actors fall into that trap of um, you think you have everything together, meaning um, you have the right headshots. Everything's updated on all the acting sites. You have the agent that you really like. You have a good relationship with them. Like make sure everything's together so that nothing can fall back on. Well, you didn't have this right as to why you didn't get this audition. You know, sometimes that does happen. Uh, it's happened, especially for me when I started out, because I started out knowing nothing. You know, I went to acting school, but just like any school, sometimes they forget about the business end of things. Um, mm. So, yeah, I would I would say that just get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> what is your hobby? Uh, photography. I really want get, to oh. get better at it. But yeah, it became my new hobby. At first, stunts was my hobby until I realized I can make, actually make some money off of this. But um, quickly, um, photography became my hobby. Interesting. So it still involves a camera. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still, when you say it like that, right? yeah. <laughs> There's a thread that is that common thread, be, be, you know, between your hobby and your profession and things that you're passionate about. I didn't about. even think of that. <laughs> that <was> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't let it go. <laughs> so maybe the next iteration is not only are you acting and doing your own stunts, but you're actually directing I, the movie I, too. I actually am working on something like that, actually. I am... Um, uh, you know, they tell you to, to create your own thing if you want to get some stuff out there. And actually, uh, I created this, um, I, I want to say it's like a Instagram series, I should say. <laughs> um, but okay. it's, it's with a, a friend of mine. She's also a stunt woman and an actress. And we wanted to put our acting and stunts together. So, but we said, how can we, you know, get it out there and make it fun? And so we made it into a comedy. And so we directed it as well. And um, hopefully that'll be coming out soon. It's still in the editing stages, but we're doing stunts and acting as old ladies. <laughs> so it's going to be really, really oh, funny. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, eventually, yeah, I do. I do want to direct, but... Um, I feel like the best way to do it is just doing the smaller projects and stuff that I can I handle and learn my way up. So I'm starting with mm -hmm. that. And then I have another show that my friend, my another friend of mine are putting together with my boyfriend. It was his idea. Um, and he's really into sci-fi and AI. So it's going to, mm -hmm. I can't tell too much, but it's going to involve a little bit of, of that. Um, and I will be directing and producing that as well. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's in the, it's, it's already written yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So you have to share the link when it is, um, it is out for public oh, viewing. Absolutely. absolutely. We can share it with everyone. Um, now you are speaking of your boyfriend, the two of you are going on a month long training trip together. Yes, we are going to Thailand. Um, he's also a stuntman and um, we are, are, both of our backgrounds is Muay Thai and um, Thailand is where it originated from. So we're going to go back to the motherland of the martial art and um, we are going to be in Bangkok for a month and we're going to train. And then there's also a stunt um, school out there as well. And we're going to train there as well. 
Fantastic. And have you done that before? Or is this, this will the be first? a first. <laughs> I'm very nervous. How yeah. exciting. <laughs> very nervous. But how exciting to be able to go back to where it, to a place where it originated. Right? Well, all the masters yeah. are. I, I'm, I keep looking at the YouTube videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to beat me up, but I'm so excited to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You're going to, you're going to beat them back up too. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, how intensive is it? Is it like an, it's a month long trip that you're going on, but how long is the training for? Uh, we're going to do the 30 day package. It's, um, I have to look at it again, but I think they train for two hours in the morning and it depends on what you want to do because we want to do, um, Muay Thai, of course, but we're thinking about, they also have a Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu class and they also have private training. So we're thinking about, um, doing those as well because with the 30 day package, um, you can do all the classes. So from what I remember, the schedule, it's uh, about two hours in the morning for Muay Thai and then two hours in the afternoon for Jiu-Jitsu and then two hours in the evening again for Muay Thai. So about six oh hours. <laughs> That's our plan. Mm -hmm. About six hours a day. <laughs> that is so impressive. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, now, I'm assuming, uh, obviously, with credentials and so forth, when you are in the stunt business, um, having the more martial arts types under your belt, the more versatile you become? Yes, very much yeah. so. Okay. So when you get a call for a particular audition, are they looking for someone specifically who has a particular skill set? Uh, it, it depends. So a lot, a lot of things with um, stunts, it's, it's very word of mouth. Um, it's not like with acting, acting, yes, acting is word of mouth, but acting, you have an agent and a manager. Now with stunts, um, you don't have any of those things. So you have to go oh. do it yourself and meet all these people. So that's why it's good to go train so people can see you train and then they hear about a, a gig with your specific um, specialty and someone can refer you or if someone... Um, already knows who you are, they can, um, hire you or there's this thing called, um, well, there's other sites, but the main one I use is stunt contact. And what that is, is it has a list of all of the, um, films and TV shows that are going to be filmed in the upcoming months. And it comes out every month mm -hmm. and you submit for it. So you put together a reel with all of your skills and you send them an email and, they answer or they don't. <laughs> Sometimes they do. Okay. A, a lot of times with stunts, they do answer and say the rejection letter is pretty much saying, you know, we'll put your, keep your information on file. But mm -hmm. yeah, so it, it, it can work in various different ways. Um, but it helps to have a bunch of different skill sets. So your opportunity is higher to book a job. Got it. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. Um, how about in terms of, um, you know, we talked about determination quite a bit, but in terms of inspiration and creativity and how do you weave those into, um, specifically the stunt world? Um, inspiration wise, I take in what I, everyone, everyone around me inspire me, um, because I'm still learning. I mean, professionally, I've only been in the stunt business two years. So, I am still learning 
insanely long learning, still learning from everyone. So I take that as inspiration. So when I go train and I see something that other people can do that I can't, I want to be around them 24 seven. So I try to, Mm. you know, befriend them and essentially ask them to train me. (laughs) Essentially get a mentor. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I try not to say mentor because, um, a lot of times when you mention that it, it, it comes with a lot of responsibility and I'm not asking mm-hmm. for a lot of responsibility. I'm just asking you to show me how to do that and I'll keep learning. Got you it. know, um, Got it. Okay. So, yeah. So f- I, I use, I use everyone around me for inspiration, um, to stay motivated. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> Very difficult. Uh, I have my boyfriend, boyfriend who I try to convince. I tell him, I need you to be a drill sergeant, like especially the days where I don't feel like doing it. I need you to be mm-hmm. like, well, come on, let's go. So he'll wake up and um, get ready to go. And then he'll literally sometimes when I'm just not fi- when I'm feeling down, especially when I'm feeling down, he'll literally pull my legs from the bed and drag me, <laughs> drag me out. So uh, he's my motivator. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That would be one way. I yeah, guess, right? yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, other than that, other than it being my passion, yeah, that's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if it wasn't my passion to keep me motivated. Yeah. Would you say? Um, you know what? It's actually interesting that you said that a stunt, um, stunt. What, what do you call it? Stunt doubles. Stunt. Uh, stunt men. Stunt, stunt women. Stunt men. Stunt women that there is no agent. I thought that there would be a whole, like it would be the same as as representing actors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that was a big shock for me when I moved to Atlanta and found that out. I was like, what? (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's all on you. And um, there's, there's good things and bad things about it. I mean, the bad thing is you hear the rejection more often than I would as an actor you know, um, Mm -hmm. an actor, that's why I say it's silent rejection because my agent could, could submit me for 30 different auditions, but I would only know about six of them if they were to like me. On the other Mm -hmm. hand, for stunts, I submit myself for 30 and I'll know about all 30 of them. (laughs) So, uh, it, it, it can be disheartening, um, sometimes. And I think that's why I don't have a dominant with, uh, acting and stunts too, because, um, mm-hmm. when stunts gets too hard or difficult, I can keep my mind on acting and when acting gets hard and difficult, keep my mind on stunts. Yeah. There's a, there's a good yin yang on mm-hmm. that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's interesting in that by not having an agent, you almost have to do your own business development. Yes. Like you have to, you have to be really aware of what all the roles are that are coming up and knocking on the doors and submitting yourself and like going through that whole process is all on you. Yeah. And I mess up a lot because sometimes someone will message me and they'll say, have you heard about so-and-so? And And I'm like, what? (laughs) I haven't heard. And they're like, yeah, there's an audition tomorrow. And I'm like, what? Trying to hurry up and get ready. So I mess up a lot, mess up a lot, but I'm, I'm learning. You know what? That's so similar to so many of the freelancers that we work with on the creative side, Mm. right? Is, you know, if they're working on their own, they have to constantly be finding what the next opportunity is, who's hiring, who's doing a new website, who's doing, who needs a new logo. So it's that constant, um, not only being creative, which is a different mindset than when you have to switch to the business development mindset, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's very similar to that. 
Fascinating. I had no idea. Um, so you talked about black lightning. Is there any others that you want to share with the audience? Um, any other, other, other features coming out or TV shoots or commercials or stage acting that you want them to know about? Uh, at the moment, um, I'm working on some things I can't really talk about right now, but okay. um, one of the things that I just, well, I didn't just work on, I actually worked on it um, last year, I believe. Was it a year ago already? Yeah, a little less than a year ago, um, but it just came out a couple of days ago um, called Watchmen oh. with uh, Regina okay. King, and um, it's on HBO, and I was doing stunts for it. I did it for the pilot um, where they were talking are showing the uh, Tulsa riot. Um, oh, very so good. Okay. I, I did that scene. It was very, mm-hmm. very, um, very intricate scene. Very, uh, um, very mm-hmm. hard in terms of, you know, it's showed our, our history, but um, I die in the scene. <laughs> I get, um, I get shot by one of the air- aircrafts. That was the latest thing that I've done. Or that that's out right now. That's a, that's a, the crazy thing about stunts and acting is you know you can work on something and then it doesn't come out to about a year or two later. <laughs> yeah. So now in that in the Watchmen, were you acting or was that stunts? Stunt. Mm-hmm. So so the emotion because I could totally hear the emotion in your voice as you were talking about that. So it, as an as a stunt person, um, when you de- didn't necessarily have to get into character or perhaps you do correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of the emotion is still there. You, you still kind of go through that. um, Oh yeah. Emotional roller coaster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a lot of stunt people that don't act, but they do take acting classes because you still have to be able to um, evoke that feeling or that um, situation of what's going on or what's happening to you. Um, I mm-hmm. think that's the good thing about me having an acting bra- background. I can really um, focus on what they need. Um, but for this scene, we were uh, playing, just playing, I guess, uh, regular customers or, I mean, sorry, regular res- residents um, in the community and then, you know, just having a normal day. And then all of a sudden, uh, we get shot up by an aircraft. Hmm. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh the last thing yeah. I did, which actually was a couple of weeks ago was I got, so sometimes they bring you back a lot. So I got to work on black lightning again. So that would have been my fourth time, fourth time, fourth time working on black lightning. And that one was more acting based. Um, though I was doing stunts, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I got That's beat great. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I got beat up by the cops. Um, but you know, we got to add, we got to, um, improv a lot, which was mm-hmm. great. And it helped having an acting background because I got to, you know, really know what was going on in the scene and then use that to say what I really wanted to say as my Mm -hmm. character. Mm. Great. You're you're funny. You're like, in this scene, I died. And then you laugh and then you go, (laughs) and and in this scene, I got beat up. And then you start laughing. (laughs) I like dying and getting beat up. I don't, it's, it's, it's bad. It sounds bad, but it's fun. 
you know, because you get to fall and be all dramatic and, you know, dying and getting beat up is really fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do it in real life, but (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Yeah, as long as you can keep doing it and somebody says cut, you're good. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You're good. All right. I think this is a good, good place to, uh, to bring our conversation to an end. It's, uh, it's leaving it at a high note where they can say cut and then you're, <laughs> you get to stand back up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is there anything that you want to add to the conversation ourselves that I didn't ask about that you think would, would be a good piece to add to this? Um, I would say um, a lot of people don't realize how hard it could be balancing that with, um, with work. Um, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people, um, have misconceptions that, um, that that is the only thing that I do. And, and some people, they, they are lucky that that is the only thing that they do. I'm, I'm still, uh, in the early stages, you know, <laughs> but, um, you have, sometimes you have more than one job and I tell people, you know, yeah, this is my career, but that doesn't mean this is the only thing that I do. Unfortunately, I sometimes can have four or five jobs at a time just to um, make this life work. And um, people forget that when I talk to them. They think that that's the only thing that I do. And they think that I have all this free time. And I'm just like, oh, I'm stressed out 90% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well um, said. I think that's a good point to bring up. But but on a positive note, though, it keeps life very very interesting. There's never a dull day. There's never a boring day. And I don't repeat the same day twice. Beautiful. And how fortunate is that? That is the beauty. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll bet there are people who listen to this who have the same day every day. Yeah. But I always say live life, make money, but enjoy it. Good words. Good words. Because it's too short. Way Life too short. Life is too short yeah. if we don't get a chance to enjoy it. All right. I love this. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. You. <laughs> you can find Darcel on Instagram and Facebook as Darcel Danielle. And also you can look her up on IMDb under Stunts Actresses. And you can see all the various projects that she has performed in. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Artisan Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Artisan Creative, a staffing and recruitment firm specializing in creative, marketing, and digital talent. You can find us online at artisancreative.com or via social channels at Artisan Creative. We look forward to connecting.